Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let the Music Be Your Master. I'm Brandon Arnold. Jordan Harmon. Jason Johnson here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need to get more used to saying your names. I always have to edit out that long pause in between. This long break, we're waiting. <laughs> Who's going to go? I'm not editing it out this time. You guys are just going to have to deal with it when everyone with listens to it. Why you think we're used to it by now? <laughs> Why did you say my name? Is because I was looking at my phone? You wanted to throw me off? I don't know. I think we've established okay. I've got problems. Okay. I like the intro. <laughs> uh, so what are we doing here today? Well, we we don't have time to record a, a proper episode in the uh, the best of the 80s. Because our, our episode sessions are usually taking, what, like five hours? <laughs> they're, yeah. they're getting and longer our, each time we talk about them being shorter the yeah, next time. Yeah, and we're, we're not making a living at this yet, people. So just to give you a little... We will have time for an 80s. That's not to say we're not right. recording the 80s, just, just for not this, this week. This upcoming week's episode. Yeah. Yeah. We, wanted to, we wanted to throw a little something your guys' way. And so we're doing a. Uh, we're returning to the 70s for a bit for our deep cuts tracks. Things that. Because there were so many pieces we couldn't include in our top 10s. Um, we all, I think, left stuff off. And probably had plenty more we we could have talked about, but the yeah. the ten the ten track rule prevented it. So this seemed like a good opportunity to delve into that a little bit. Encore episode of the seventies, mm-hmm. and this isn't going to be comprehensive by any means. This is we could go another five hours. We're not going to do that, but we're gonna we're gonna share a couple of our deep cuts from two, the seventies. Two deep cuts each, followed by our inaugural game of name that tune. I'm already sweating over that. Sponsored yeah. by Johnson & Johnson and Procter & Gamble, the uh, parent company. <laughs> Sponsored by... Uh, Brandon's, Brandon's more mi- mischievous than people realize, and so I know he's got something up his sleeve. He's going to make me... He's gonna make me just furious somehow. <laughs> yeah, I am. He's it will involve. I've got some. I've got some sprays. in here. Late yeah. late seventies Japanese pop. I have mm. no idea. Mm-hmm. So so it'll be Jason and Jordan going head to head with yep. with me as the uh, the quiz master. Game master. Okay. <laughs> Dungeon master. Uh, so but first, like, first like let's do some deep cuts. Awful version of Saw where George or Brandon's in charge. <laughs> who's the bad guy in Saw? I've never His even name seen this. The jigsaw. jigsaw. The Jigsaw. Yeah. And he's like that little doll thing. Or he something? like makes. Yeah. Well, no. Is no, he really that, a doll? No, is he an doll? animated is doll? Is he no. human? Is he he's not like Chucky? Person like okay. putting people in awful situations. I thought that they, they have was to like game a, their way out of. It, but he's got like makeup on his face or something. Um. Yeah. In some of the videos. Do they have to? Are they pitted against each other? Do they have to like? Sever limbs from each other to, to escape. So go watch the movie. I'm not spoil no, this for no interest in watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But I love Brandon's like <laughs> bagging on movies and music, and he's like, I've got no interest. Doesn't have I only have time for great things in my life. <laughs> like hot rod. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get you with some of that hardcore hip hop. <laughs> I sent you. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna lead you down the with a flaxen cord. <laughs> the flaxen cord. Oh, okay. Let's hear your first. I'm first. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. I'll go first. You're first because I dibs not going first. I'll be first. Um. Oh boy. See. Yeah. I had like seven on my in my mind right now, but they're all percolating. Um. I'm gonna go with a favorite song of mine it's 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 got the nostalgia of i loved it when i was a kid i love it now it's got the total 70s folk country aesthetic tied into an iconic song from a film that i loved then love now and it's for the family it's a children's you know it's a child's a family film the film is robin hood 
the Disney film with the mm-hmm. animated foxes. The mm-hmm. song is Roger Miller's Not Nottingham. I do not know exactly the year. I think it was mid-70s, but I'm not sure. And I was, uh, so, so I'll look up that and I'll find that out. But let's go ahead and listen. Not in Nottingham? Roger yeah. Miller was traveling music when I grew up. Dad mm-hmm. had a box of cassette tapes. I have Miller one, one of I have that song by Los Lobos and mm-hmm. Watkins Family Hour. I don't see Roger Miller. You might have Miller. to go... Every town has its ups and downs. Sometimes ups outnumber the downs, but not in Nottingham. I'm inclined to believe If we weren't so down We'd up and leave We'd up and fly If we had wings for flying Can't you see the tears were crying Can't there be some happiness for me? Not in Nottingham. There it is. So, Roger Miller did three songs in this film. Mm-hmm. He did the Udalali song. There's another song. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Who's Roger Miller? Never heard of him. Jason? He's a uh, he's like a classic country singer. Um, he did. Oh, the name will come to me in just a minute. He's got a couple like f- much more famous. King of the songs. Road is that King his? of the Road? Yeah, he mm-hmm. did King of the Road. Um, just a a classic classic country singer, singer songwriter. This is I looked up the year the movie was released, 1973 by Disney, and and so it doesn't say what years the songs were recorded, but it was November of 73. So I'm I'm guessing the songs were done in that year. But he wrote. Uh, and wrote and sang and performed these three songs or three of these songs and this is the one that I always loved as a kid and way back as far as you know as far back in early high school when I was writing my own songs I remember thinking in my head I want to I want to cover this song in some kind of a band when I'm older <laughs> and and a lot of people do you know you mentioned Los Lobos and Mumford and Sons it's kind of hmm. it's a classic great song all right I've said way back then. I tended to the melancholy songs. Those are the ones I resonated with. And <laughs> this is me, one of Dang those. me was the other one he did. Uh, yeah. that he kind of famous for. Yeah. Dang me, oh dang me. So Brandon, had you I ever was, heard that song before? I'll be dead and gone. No, that's no. not it. Did you know? Did you know this song, Brandon? Because Jason, no. you recognized it, right? I, yeah. Oh yeah. This that film must not have been a big part of my childhood. I'm yeah. not. I'm. I know I've seen it, maybe yeah. not even all the way through, but I don't remember any of the songs. Got to remedy that. It's a good. It's, it might be my favorite. Brandon's been Disney into independent films. independent films from day one. He never yeah. had time for that Disney nonsense. Oh well, and it's also because we didn't have a VCR until I was in high school. <laughs> oh, there you go. Who wants to talk about Oak Hills now versus Grandview? <laughs> that's right. So that's mine. So who's up? Who's, not, who's okay. next? I'll go next. And I'm calling. I'm going last. My second one's after all all your guys's. I'm trying to decide which one of these to go first. One of them is I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a guilty pleasure, but you guys are going to call it a guilty pleasure. <laughs> Let's get physical by leaving it in John. 
That might have been eighties. That, oh, that wouldn't be. That wouldn't be. I'm a deep really cut. excited because I feel like we're going to be able to have a good discussion about what constitutes a guilty pleasure for, yeah. for Brandon. It's absolutely going to be a guilty pleasure. <laughs> okay, uh, but the other one is also from a movie, so that might tie into Jordan's more. Okay. Okay. Um, let, let's do that one first. Uh, this I one. I the Tiger by Survivor. Rocky no. Three. That would have been eighties. Yeah. Why don't you just let me do my pick? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is i was not this is also from an animated film uh i was not aware of this song until that film came out much much later the film the song was written in 1975 and recorded then uh it was featured in the wind rises by hayao miyazaki his last film before retirement uh it's called vapor trail or hikoki gumo in japanese by the artist yumi arai i've i've always been a fan of miyazaki's soundtracks i think he's got some of the killer most killer soundtracks of any of any director he he works with the composer joe hiseishi and all the original soundtracks are really great he's did princess mononoke spirited away my neighbor totoro kiki's delivery service great great so, soundtracks yeah, yeah. hiseishi he's like the john williams of of Japanese cinema, like mm-hmm. each each soundtrack has its own flavor, and it's got melodies that last with you. Um, but he also uses some some Japanese pop songs in there that fit the mood, uh, which I've enjoyed in all the films. And so when this fame film came out, this this song really struck me. And I, the day I saw the film, I went home and bought it on iTunes. Nice this this song, and so here we go. Uh, Vapor Trails by Yumi Arai from It sounds very much like a 70s pop song, yeah. or 60s even. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's much that's necessarily Japanese about it, besides the language. Um, but I just love the mood of it. It's got a great vibe, and I love her voice. Uh, turns out she was 19 when she recorded this. Um, went on to be like one of the biggest stars in Japanese music. She's still making stuff. Uh, Wikipedia says... Here, uh, she she has 21 number one albums listed on the Oricon wow. charts. Wow. She guesses for so what's what's the Asian name music. again? What's her name? Uh, Yuri or Yumi 
Arai. Is it this was, was her, this was the one that's that her maiden I, name that I looked now? Up. She... So to, to pull back the curtain just a little bit, we we make our lists and then we don't share them. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't share them with each other. But we got them on on Google Docs, and I like to go back and look at you guys's deep cuts, the ones that didn't make it, because uh-huh. you two played much nicer than I do with this whole format. You you try to <laughs> keep things in like. Every list, I, I'm just unapologetic. Is like, I'm I am reimagining history just based on what I like. <laughs> and uh, so this was I was digging through. I was stocking your list, your uh-huh. your, your honorable mention list, and this was on there. Uh-huh. And it was like one of the ones I didn't know. So I looked it up. I didn't know how to pronounce any of the names. Um, but I, it took me down like a whole afternoon rabbit hole of of Japanese seventies pop music. Japanese oh, yeah, and the, yeah there's pop. some good. Did you stuff. find more by her? I think I don't know. I the, this is the only one that is available on Google Play Music. So you guys suck Google Play. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> wait, they're got, one of our sponsors. You can't they're gonna say rip that. their sponsorship. <laughs> Apparently, you got to go to Spotify if you want to get her discography because she's got. I was looking. I think all kinds I, I'm of on, I was using iTunes, but um, mm. but yeah, I found. Um, anyway, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I was I thought it was a cool pick. I like yeah. the vibe of the song. It's ne- it's right down my alley in terms of the mellow. The, yeah, and I think it know. goes to show. I mean, it's it's cool to have lyrics that you can understand, but yeah, um, but also something about the power of music that I even though I speak some japanese with songs it's i can't I, yeah i can pick out words here and there of what she's but saying, you're just but hearing I don't know. the sound yeah. the music yeah but the i i feel like the emotion still comes through Do you know i haven't seen that movie i need to see it i heard it was so good it's good yeah i need to check that out are you do you are you seen any of these movies these miyazaki uh, spirited films? away yeah it's kind of i mean sometimes people th- hear that you watch miyazaki movies they're like oh you're into anime but that's a whole nother world like to me it's like there's miyazaki movies Separate. I haven't really gotten into other anime, but well, we all right. What do you got, Jason? Uh, okay, I'm gonna go with actually. This is weirdly another kind of in line singer songwriter with what mm. you guys have picked. That's kind of interesting. It's a good decade um, for it. Yeah, this one's from '72. This guy, I've so I was trying to figure out why I picked this. I really like him. I have some other songs by other artists I think I like, but I am fascinated by this person's life and their legacy on music because they lived a pretty tragic life and i think they're they're fairly unknown by by most mainstream people people that are into music i think have at least heard the name of this gentleman but he's he's got some really impressive recordings and he's left a an interesting legacy so it's a a guy i've referenced before his name's towns van zant and the track that I'm going with is uh, off of iTunes. Says. Okay. It's off his. Got it. Here we go. Country Folk Fly. It's one of his more famous songs. So he's kind of he's an interesting life. Why don't you play the song and then I'll talk a little bit from the album "Be Here to Love Me." Um, that's not the main album it was on, but I believe you can find it. He was one of my top seven. What other for Poncho and Lefty? Yeah, so he wrote Poncho and Lefty that Willie Nelson made famous, and then and his version of that is there's a live version. So much better. There's a live version of him sitting in this little. 
And I'm a gentleman And we got the sky to talk about And the world to lie upon Now the piano expands to the high keys here Days up and down they come Like rain This is nice This is really nice Forget most remember son But don't turn none away Everything is not enough. I can hear some Bob Dylan in this. Yeah, in so the, there's the a voice that kind of a funny story. So about being this, right on pitch. Yeah, he's this real tragic character. Um, he was raised middle class. He was, and he just his passion was music. And he was later diagnosed with bipolar disorder. He was kind of famous for writing these tragic songs, and then he would write deep poetry, very Dylan-esque. Um, in in his approach and so he would write these lyrics that were somewhat ambiguous that you can apply a lot of ways like I've listened to that song before in response to thinking and contemplating death in response to thinking and contemplating a journey or just life's journey in general and somehow it, it's very Dylan-esque in the fact that it can be poignant in a lot of different areas um, Steve Earle, a famous country singer he said this quote that um, he's he's since backed away from a little bit, but he said, Towns Van Zant is the best songwriter in the whole world, and I'll stand on Bob Dylan's coffee table in my cowboy boots and say that. Um, he, Whoa. Yeah, he was serious <laughs> about it. Um, but people, he, so he's influenced, or people that have referenced him as an influence, Bob Dylan, Willie Nelson, Nora Jones, Steve Earle, Neil Young, um, Guy Clark, Jason Isbell. He's kind of a musician's musician. So that's he's considered a songwriter. Songwriter. Um, mm-hmm. He was never on a major label. He battled alcoholism and substance abuse his whole life. He died early, like at fifty-two, I think fifty-two or fifty-three, and was just this tragic figure. But he's got this incredible collection of songs that are really, really good. Mostly have kind of a, a country flair. But just great. This one has a really nice, subtle crescendo. Like, it starts off simple, um, low piano keys that build up to the high register. The drum starts beating a little bit harder. And there's this really subtle crescendo as he kind of sings you through this journey. And it's very Dylan-esque. And I love it. And so I was bummed out that I didn't include him last time. I feel like for people that are trying to get into music... um, Towns Van Zant, I think, is an important name. He's mm-hmm. he's somebody that you should you should dig into if you're interested in singer songwriters and you're looking to kind of learn your history a little bit better and learn about a guy that inspired a lot of people yeah. that have become much more successful than him. Um, and and I think it's worth it's worth the journey if somebody's interested. Absolutely. Great Very pick. Cool. How did you find out about him? When did you come across him? Was so it in high the, school, college? The way that I came across him, that's funny. Uh, and funny that I can very distinctly think of how I did it. Um, so he, after he died, his the guy that basically got the rights to his estate and songs released a bunch of live stuff that he had recorded. He um, he never did big shows. He basically toured bars and recorded in mm. bars. And so he has these kind of famous live shows that were recorded after he passed away. And in one of them, he recorded a live version of the Rolling Stones' Dead Flowers, which is one of my favorite Stones songs. Mm-hmm. It's a very a very fractured 
love song. Um, it's it's about like the worst relationship ever. And Towns Van Zant does this really nice acoustic version in a show. And it the way I heard about it is it was it plays kind of famously during the closing credits of the Big Lebowski. Mm. And I remember probably the first or second time I w- ever watched that movie at the very end that the song came on and I was like, this is really good. Like, and is, so yeah. I just went down the rabbit hole mm-hmm. to figure out what that song was. And I realized that it was this guy named Towns Van Zant covering the Rolling Stones. And so then I just started trying to get my hands on, any Towns Van Zandt I could. So pre-internet, it was tough because he was never on a major label. He's on this tomato called Tomato Records. Like you don't find him anywhere. Record stores didn't sell him around where I, we grew up at least. And so early on, it was hard to find. But then once, once songs started being more readily available on the internet, then it kind of opened him up to a, a whole new generation. So they've, he's, they've had a, made a documentary about him, written a couple books about him in the, like early 2000s he had kind of a resurgence of legacy where people young singer songwriters were finding out about him so our listeners may or may not know probably not unless they know you well that you are like a what's the word prodigious record collector Mm. so do you have a record of of oh yeah yeah i've got i've got most tomato records most his original (laughs) stuff on tomato it's nearly impossible to find it's hard to find but if it's hard to find you can find it but yeah i've got it nice i've got it so nice Put on and, your put on your white gloves, and I might let you borrow and yeah, take yeah. it for a spin. <laughs> nice, yeah. We need to get a turntable in here. Yeah, <coughs> that would point. be nice. You know, um, I I heard about him through I think just coming across the name over and over again when I would listen to my favorite singer songwriters and read stuff that they were saying, and his name just start, started popping up all the time, and I'm like, who is this guy? His name's always popping up, but I've never heard any of his songs, and. And so I've I've listened to some, but I'm excited uh, to dig in more. Yeah, it's good. good I really I really like him. He he just hits a certain kind of melancholy mood. Um, that's really good. He has some funny upbeat stuff. Like if you're familiar with John Prine, mm-hmm. kind of a more I like recent Prine, yeah. singer songwriter from the the world of country that that mm-hmm. delves much more into the dark side of life. Mm-hmm. John Prine is very much very like similar. a direct descendant yeah, I like, of, I like of Towns Van Zant. Yeah. And still with us, but yes. barely, right? Yeah, yeah, he's close. yeah. Health fading doesn't yeah. doesn't look good these days. Yeah. All right, good pick. So I'll go ahead and go next. I know oh, yeah, I said you were going last. I, well, I can go last, but I can you go can next. Go last. All right, I'll go last. Go ahead. Ben. I'll go next. Let's hear it. Uh, okay. Like I said, <laughs> this one is What's not. This grin? It's not a guilty pleasure <laughs> for me, it, even though. In other words, I'm it's a guilty he's pleasure. apologizing no. beforehand. You're. I, I'm just realizing. I'm <laughs> that I might lose all credibility with both of you and our listeners. Mannheim steamroller. There you go. <laughs> Jordan called it. I know you. you. Know, I know you. You know my affection for Mannheim steamroller. Yeah, I love it. Um, I love it. This uh, speaking of uh, Jordan's favorite from his his childhood. This is when I was in early elementary school. It was Michael. For me, it was Michael Jackson and Mannheim steamroller. Those were like. Wait, he My wasn't. Favorites. You weren't kidding. No, no it's Mannheim Steamroller. No. Are you? F- and I knew. See? And I knew. <laughs> I knew this. I'm so yeah. pissed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! You knew you were going to get mad. It's my mission to to bring them back. I think the world is is ready for this. It's in his zombie screenplay too. His mutant screenplay. Yeah. There's some Mannheim Steamroller. They're they're known for their Christmas music. That's like their biggest hit. 
I think you're right that it's not a guilty pleasure because I think a guilty a guilty pleasure does have to have like some redeeming quality. I can't wait for you to convince me what's good about this. <laughs> okay, so yeah, love this when I was a kid. And the then, year of course, was 1986. By junior high, junior high, I've abandoned all that. Serious, serious question. But now, now what that I'm an adult, I love it again. What percent of your like for this is ironic, and what percent of your like is like true, just pure, heartfelt love for it? Uh, I'm sure some of it is nostalgia. Like, I think mm-hmm. if I hadn't listened to it so much when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't like it as much. And I don't. I know they've recorded later stuff, like late '80s and even '90s, which. I can't. I can't tolerate. But I want you to dig play, in there. Play the but this seventies stuff. Play the song, and then I'm going to tell okay. you a game that I like to play with friends. Sometimes I haven't played it with you guys, but this is this is the perfect candidate for the for right. one of my favorite games. All right. Um, but you got to so listen. My, you got to listen with an open heart, Jason. Yeah. Let's you see if you can do that. Heart. We'll play that I game. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so before they got famous for their Christmas albums, come on, come on, listen, initiative, come on! He can't even say famous without laughing. <laughs> they, they did a series of uh, thematic albums, Fresh Air one through whatever. I don't know how many they've got here, but this one's from my favorite of theirs. Fresh Air three came out in nineteen seventy nine. They were they're dabbling in the prog rock slash new age. Yeah, I think they were getting ready to get in a fight with the Alan Parsons project. <laughs> <laughs> so my my memory is Chip Davis, the the main guy for this <laughs> composer and drummer, um, nice. started his career as a high school band teacher. Of course, right? That sounds right. Uh, that sounds good. But then uh, was doing all his own arrangements of stuff and started recording these albums. Uh, Let's just play this. This is the last track from Fresh Air 3. It's called Midnight on a Full Moon. so glad i'm so glad i have my second pick <laughs> wait Still. check this out oh yeah <laughs> yeah what the hell even is that s- sound does it matter y- yeah you ready for this here it comes here it comes like a really lousy Danny Elfman tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> say, say what you will, I think... Uh... I mean, who am I to throw darts at your nostalgia, yeah. man? Yeah, exactly. But clearly, I am someone to... So, the... What, what, is, what is not good about this? Besides is that, everything... What is that? Is that a toy piano? 
I don't know what it is. It's so much going at once, and it's. I don't think that you any of hear, it's particularly good. You can hear the Mannheim, like that that driving, like pulsing thing mm-hmm. underneath that. That because I don't know this track. I know that Christmas album. That was one of the first CDs my fa- family had. Was the Mannheim Steamroller mm-hmm. Christmas album, so I know that well. And. Are there synthesizers in this? Because a lot of the other stuff, there's oh, yeah. quite a bit of it. Well, they they do like a mixture of synthesizer yeah. with like medieval instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of harpsichord a lot of f- and French horns. I'm hearing flutes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they bring the Cambridge singers in. Yeah. The the game that I like to play is the how much would you be willing to pay to see this person in concert and it's tough for me because my social anxiety makes it so that i i don't love concerts anyway because i'm in far too close a proximity with a lot of people that i don't know mm-hmm. and it just it's it's got to be a really good show and i prefer um reserved seating because i'm an old guy that has social anxiety <laughs> um but when a band is bad enough it can go into the negative meaning like you i have would to have pay to be me this paid. much i would have to be paid a certain amount uh-huh. to go to one of their concerts well, brandon uh-huh. loves live shows so for manaheim for that for the, a manheim steamroller concert yeah i think i would have to be paid at least 100 bucks to go see them. <laughs> like to go experience the show live and, I think, ha- and I how much would you pay i don't think Brandon? i would do it for less and well that that's an interesting because with them I it would, is possible they still tour every year <laughs> I, for them i would also put an additional piece that i'm not willing to drive more than 15 miles for Ooh. i'd have to get paid 100 bucks and i'm not uh-huh. willing to drive more than 15 they can't miles be for further it. away than orem <laughs> <laughs> right the, the hail center <laughs> Yeah, that would be that would that would be oh, what man. it would take. If if Mannheim Steamroller was if if they were limited to just their seventies and early eighties stuff, and maybe even some of their Christmas. I like the Christmas ones too, and usually that's when they tour because no one cares about this stuff. And wrongly, I think I think this is <laughs> they're missing out. If if they were going to do one of those retro, like just do Dark Side of the Moon as a straight album, like that kind of thing, for Fresh Air three or two, mm-hmm. uh, I'd pay fifty bucks to see that. Yeah, at, really at the uh, Kingsbury Hall or um, somewhere in what's Utah, what, Abravanel Hall. Abravanel, you pay yeah. fifty bucks for that. Oh yeah, you bet. He's hey, yeah. I knew that he loved Mannheim. Like, that's how much he loves it. <laughs> you predicted it, and I thought you were it. messing yeah. with him. No. Yeah. yeah, I think it's. I, I think people are ready it. for this. I can appreciate. I, I think it's. Uh, they have a certain sound that, if probably if you aren't nostalgic for it like I am, then it turns you okay. off hearing the sound. Nostalgia, but I think there's a lot going on there. Nostalgia is powerful. Stuff. I have yet to see it, but I sincerely, not ironically, want to go see the movie Cats because of nostalgia. 100. percent My mom used to listen to that CD tape. I know all the songs. I can objectively listen to it and see it now and think there's no reason I should like this. But because of my nine-year-old self <laughs> in there, whatever, it's it's planted in there. This nostalgia is powerful. But, okay, 50 bucks to go, and yeah. I would... Um, yeah, what's if your, you had, if you had a free... We're going to get into this Jordan, in the 80s, too. If you, had a, ticket, for me. if Jordan, you had a ticket for me, I would go with you. I've got a front-row ticket, was Jordan. <laughs> I, I got a front-row... Not row. if it was in Bravenel Hall, because that's where they play. If we were going to go eat somewhere good. Yeah, I, I got I'd a go. front row ticket that I will sell to you for twenty five bucks. Will you pay for it? No. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> However, I might, if Brandon's going, just to see the joy on his face, you know, pure and if we're, we're going to go eat at Alberto's I pay that much to go to a freaking BYU football game and sit at the top row in yeah. at noon and sweat it out and watch him lose. <laughs> so... <laughs> I would probably... Yeah, I don't know if I'd pay. There, there there are, that fandom is irrational. I don't know if I'd. I don't know if I'd pay for twenty five, but it would be worth it to see Brandon. Brandon's joyous reaction. His the one man standing ovation. <laughs> Actually, might be a huge standing ovation. I bet there's a lot of people who would go there. Just Mannheim heads, you know. If yeah, I don't respect. If Wes them, Anderson, <laughs> if Wes Anderson made a new film with all Mannheim on the soundtrack, then everybody would, would be happen. catching on. They'd all be. Johnny Come Lately is following my trend. Goodness Not me. anymore. If he did that 15 years ago, it'd be, have to be a different director now. It'd have to be, I don't know who. It's going to be me. Okay. I'm going to. You, that's right. Yeah. You're, I'm going to do for them what Wes okay. Anderson did for. Whoever. Elliot Smith and uh, the guy from. Mark Mothersbaugh. Mark, yeah, Mark Mothersbaugh. All right. Yeah, great job, guys. All right, Jason. Number oh, two for you. So top, you're, top you know that how, deep cut. You know how when you go into. Um, if you go into a department store and they're having you smell like perfume, they have you sniff coffee beans mm-hmm. after you smell one perfume <laughs> to cleanse to cleanse your 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 palate a little bit, so that the previous thing isn't tainting the new thing. Yeah, um, I feel like this next song that I pick can hopefully be the the sonic version of coffee beans to cleanse all of our palate of of the the stink. <laughs> That is the man I'm steamrolling. Brandon's resting, not smiling at that very much right ears. now. That smile. He was. Oh, oh, here it comes. He was all in on my. What, met- what stink is that that you're talking about? Oh, this is, the, this is the stink. He was all in on the metaphor until he realized where it was going. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's giving us cut number two of Nanheim. He's like, I'm going to give you more. Exercising full, full authority as producer's the- dominion. <laughs> All right, what is it? That was, oh, that was kind of cool, actually. This is um, this is another one that I'm I almost had I I had it on my list and then I took it off at the last minute. It's a group I still listen to. I still love. It's part of this really interesting collective of musicians that's kind of led by by one key figure that's really important to music. Um, particularly one one specific type of genre. It's it's by a group called Funkadelic, and Funkadelic is um, one of the branches of of this guy named George Clinton's kind of weird musical brain. He had two main bands that he toured with through the '70s and '80s. Um, still tours with with some of them. He had kind of his real funk R&B group called Parliament. And they were doing like dance music, and then he had kind of the the rock branch, which was funkadelic, which was very um, heavy guitar driven. Mm-hmm. And funkadelic, their guitarist is a guy named Eddie Hazel, really brilliant musician, really good guitarist. And so this song is really an Eddie Hazel Eddie Hazel showcase. Their kind of their masterpiece of an album is an album called Maggot Brain. And the song I picked is the title track from Maggot Brain, which is obviously Maggot nice, Brain. Nice, nice. Um, famously, the 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 story on this is that so it's basically like a ten minute guitar solo on this kind of waltz time, um, 
and famously the way it came about is George Clinton told Eddie Hazel to play the song like he just found out that his mom had died play the the solo like that um and put all that energy into it and so if you want to go ahead and fire it up I will warn you I think there's a, a swear at the very beginning that you might have to beep if you have that capability there's some spoken word and then it gets into mother earth is pregnant for the third time for y'all have knocked her up (laughs) i have tasted the maggots in the mind of the universe i was not offended for i knew i had to rise above it all or drown in my own You can hear his feedback starting up. Mm Mm-hmm. when I think of Funkadelic. No, not at all. And mm-hmm. and even the album that it's on, it, the this track is almost out of place. Like, this is the same album that's got Can You Get To This on it. Um, really, really good album. An important album to me personally. And then it has this kind of centerpiece, this 10-minute Eddie Hazel guitar guitar track. And it's, it's, to me, the thing I love about it, it's an instrumental... But it really shows the power of just one instrument to convey emotion. It's a very, very emotional song, even though it's it really is just a guitar solo. Um, Hazel is not as good of a guitarist as like Jimi Hendrix or Stevie Ray Vaughan, but when he was good, he's really good. And so this this song, like what he does in this song, I think is as good as just about anything yeah. those guys did. It's, he just really didn't duplicate it in other places but he's a really versatile guitarist hmm. um they've they've got some great tracks they're they funkadelic still exists in my regular mm-hmm. rotation like yeah. i still listen to funkadelic songs today but this one is is just really unique one of my favorites i think it's a super cool track that that conveys so much without without any lyric yeah this is great i haven't listened to this track for a long time and i forgot how kind of emotive it is 
with that just simple background and the guitar coming in nice and clear very nice shout out to carl jarvis who's one of our listeners carl and i a week before we went into the mtc went and saw p-funk nice at saltaire with the smoke and grooves tour it was supposed to be at wolf mountain but it got rained uh, out was p-funk wearing their diapers diaper guy was there nice guess guess who else was on this tour did they have the spaceship that listen to this listen to this tour headlining the last band which is the one we were least interested in was uh uh uh, the band that sang uh, what did they sing um the la hip-hop band sublime no uh singing about weed cypress hill cypress hill cypress hill was headlining but the bands we saw before brand new heavies (laughs) erica badu wow the roots that's a show then p-funk then cypress hill did they have the spaceship centerpiece that clinton uh, climbed out i don't of. think they had the spaceship but they had the pinocchio guy the guy with the yeah. long nose the guy, with the, yeah, the guy with the diaper <laughs> yeah george clinton was out there doing his thing you know atomic dog tear the roof off i mean it was it was awesome one nation under a groove it was great That's carl awesome. and, I, and then a week later we went into the mtc it was yeah, awesome. a perfect way to do it yeah <laughs> uh, all right i don't wait good pick i don't good have pick. anything else to add to it well you, yeah Brandon's Coffee, coffee contemplating whether or not he wants to try to try to burn you after you. No, came I, uh, I had an open mind. I I can see the. <laughs> He's a better man than you, Jason. Is what what this that. is coming down to. Every, I can see the the pleasure and the attraction in a, a song like this that I had never heard before. And oh, I you never heard it. The whole album's worth a listen. It's interesting. This in context of the whole album. Yeah. Great, great album. They had, like there's acoustic funk on this album. What was the year that they they started releasing as P Funk? Was that mid seventies? Yeah, that was later because they had Parliament Funkadelic, and then you had like P Funk and the P Funk All Stars, right. and then George Clinton was doing solo stuff. And Bootsy joined joined him in the mid seventies or mm-hmm. late seventies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of mine that I'm not going to share is a Bootsy. Actually, I looked up and found it, it was from 1980, so we might just share that for our deep yeah, so cuts from the eighties. Even if you wanted to, That's you can't true. share it. But there were some other great Bootsy songs from the seventies. And some great yeah, Bootsy Collins, a, another name. If you guys are looking for your uh, for your kind of your reference points to dig into some of the the more kind of important pieces, Bootsy Collins, famous bass player, part of the the P Funk Collective, um, yeah. kind of revolutionized how how people approach the bass. All right, so I'm up for number two. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. All right, so oh, this is so hard. I, there's so many good ones, but we're gonna have to go with one of the pioneers of jazz funk. Roy Ayers, uh, everybody loves the sunshine. 1976. I was worried you were going to tank what because I had a jazz funk, but yeah. I, I'm saving it because we're going to do just. We've had actually weirdly a couple people ask if we would do a funk funk episode. episode. I was just surprised that a couple people even listened to this in the yeah. first place. But we're going to do a funk episode for our two so listeners. I, yeah, out there. so I kept a couple <laughs> up my sleeve. Um, yeah, deep cuts as well. This one, this Roy one could Ayers. go on the funk episode, but I want to put it out there now. Everybody loves the sunshine. That's it. From the That's a hip-hop sample. This might be one of the most sampled. Yeah. Or he, as a musician, one of the most sampled. Bye. 
What's that bass? Bow, bow, bow. Folks, get down in the sunshine. Sunshine. As it goes further, there's a line, just bees and things and flowers. It's so great. This is such a great tune. And who's who's Roy Ayers? Roy Ayers is a vibraphonist. He was a he was a more of a jazz figure, but but the time that he was in, you know, jazz was really not as it was it was you know fusion it was funk people people were playing instruments weren't really i mean st- jazz was still happening but not in the same way in a, in a popular way at all you know um you know you had miles davis but but roy Ayers went jazz funk acid jazz um so he did collaborate with uh i believe he collaborated with uh, guru on like the jazzmatazz yeah he records did. um I know D'Angelo, there's a cover of D'Angelo doing this song, which he didn't release on any of his albums. It's so good, if you can find it. At some point, I want to do, um, not, I mean, maybe it'll fall under the hip-hop um, episode we inevitably do, but I want to do, like, a specifically, like, a sampling and a yeah. crate-digging um, episode. Yeah. And this is, like, classic vintage crate digger stuff sure. it's so good this is right up my alley i love this stuff well on so here's from wikipedia it says key figure in the acid jazz movement has been dubbed the godfather of neo soul he is best known for his compositions everybody loves sun- the sunshine searching and running away at one time he was said to have more sampled hits by rappers than any other artist so he's he's and he's great vibraphone player but he would do these kinds of uh, you know these like this one with these kind of chorus of there was this um, kind of late 90s, mid to late 90s, early 2000s, very conscious hip-hop movement that mm-hmm. was blending hip-hop and neo-soul. Mm-hmm. And they they sampled a ton yeah. of jazz stuff like that, like right out of yeah. that. Um, Are you thinking the the com- Common, the, the Roots, mm-hmm. that kind yeah, of stuff? Common sampled, Erica Badu. I, I'm certain Common sampled yeah. that song. I know that the Diggable Planets sampled... Um, one of theirs we live in brooklyn like uh there's a great it's a roy ayers line really cool um vibraphone line that like doubles with the bass line it's really good great choice yeah. if a uh, manheim steamroller had gotten sampled <laughs> can you even imagine yeah wow maybe maybe little nas wow. x will sample it yeah <laughs> someone's gonna dig through those crates <laughs> Pull out Fresh Air 3. <laughs> As record prices are skyrocketing everywhere, these are the only ones that stay in the bargain bin. <laughs> That's right. And still get the Mannheim Steamroller with the green sticker on it for right, a Right next buck. to Chuck Mangione. <laughs> yep. It's wedged between Herb Alpert. Herb Alpert, Barry Manilow, Chuck Mangione. Mormon Tabernacle Choir. And, uh, and Mannheim Steamroller. My Turn on Earth. All right, I'm ready to go. There we go. That's all I needed. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to Name That Tune. Uh-huh. I'm your host, Colonel Barnesworth. <laughs> <laughs> our, uh, our contestants today are Jason and Jordan. Here we go. Bring it on. Whoa! 
that's loud. <laughs> I won't have it up that loud. Ow. It's going to be like that Simpsons episode <laughs> in the first season where they're, where they're experimenting with each other. Family shock therapy. <laughs> that's so awesome. Ooh, mine said locked for a minute. Did you locked. lock me out? I'm locked. I made so. it so only one of you can hit the buzz. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Mine's locked. Locked and loaded. Fred Wesley versus Seabass. Thank you. <laughs> it's short for Sebastian. <laughs> How many points do we want to go to? 11? Or 15? By ones or by twos? By ones. <laughs> well, I, one point for the song, one point for the artist. Okay. Okay. So and then if you, should... what if you buzz in and miss it, though? Then you get it. We'll just make, let's you... just make it a round number, first to 10. So that in theory, that would be somebody getting five. That's still a lot. Let's do let's do to seven because you'll you'll go you'll go back a point if you buzz in and you and you miss it. Otherwise, there's got to oh, be incorrect answers. There's got to be a deterrent for buzzing in when you don't know. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So go to seven, but with the, seven. but you can lose points. Okay. Seven. But that if you get the name and the artist, you only have to get four of them right and you win. Yeah, but we're gonna miss. That might some. be quick. We're gonna. Miss I don't some. think you're gonna. Are these pretty easy? Well, some are. Okay. Uh, let's go to let's go to fifteen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're going. He's to gonna 15. kill me. I'm. I'm I telling you, I, I don't know songs that well. Like I, I might hear it and recognize we it. We might but both might be really bad, dude. You've got live, you've live, got a lot of knowledge. A live experiment. I've got like <laughs> I'm good at sounding like I know what I'm talking about. Sometimes <laughs> I really, you know. Really losing points? If we're going to fifteen, we're not losing. If we're going to fifteen, no point deduction. That's why I'd say we should answer. go seven. With you point guys are worrying way too much about this. We're going to fifteen, and you're losing points. Oh, All right, goodness. just don't buzz we'll it until you know what it is. Brandon just got stern. four hours Brandon later. Brandon just got stern again. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Arnold came yeah, out. The teacher, <laughs> the teacher showed up. <laughs> Mr. Arnold's okay. um, to number one. Right now, it is zero to zero. Sea bass. <laughs> Against Fred Wesley. Here we go. I got it. Okay. Okay. That is Michael Jackson, Rock With You. I was going to say that, but you said six. Oh, it is a 79. I even had it on my list. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Two points for Fred Wesley. There we go. Michael Jackson, rock with you, just for the opening drum fill. Yeah. Nice. That was on my list last week. Yeah. I mean, it was on my, just barely cut. It was on both of your lists. That was, remember, it was between song. Teddy Pendergrass or that song. It was said, on my list, and then you guys I still want me put to it go in my brain. Curveball, or do you want me to go, and you oh said curveball. Okay, here we go. Song number two. I'm still locked, bruh. Oh. Fred Wesley. Johnny Cash. Um. Walk the line. Ooh, got the artist right, got the song wrong, so that's uh, nothing. Zero points yeah. for you. But I'm still at One two. One point if you can name the song, Jason. No, I don't want to name it and get it wrong. Can I go negative? Yeah, if you name it wrong, can I? Well, can I have another I'll, chance? I'll play it a little bit longer, and you're both. And we can. You can both. We buzz can buzz in because okay. I think I know what it is. All right. It's Time's up. Where you go when the sun goes down 
I think you only live to get rhythm. See the lights uptown. Okay. I wasted my time when I would try. Never mind. Try, Never mind. Try, try, try. When the lights have lost their glow, you cry, cry, cry. I don't know the name. Cry, cry, cry. Okay. Dang it. Cry, that cry, actually cry. sounded. Because when I when I buzzed the second time, I was like, oh shoot, that's I still think it's walk the line. <laughs> that was my problem. <laughs> I started singing it, and I'm like, wait, that's walk the line. He already said no. Maybe some of Johnny Cash's songs sound the same. All right, well, <laughs> maybe that's the case. Still, we've got Jordan with two and Jason with uh, zero. Okay, uh, song number three. We're good. Unlocked. Okay. I know who it is it's black sabbath it is black sabbath um i hit buzz but it didn't do anything hmm. hit it uh, again black and it's <laughs> yes jason <laughs> oh, is it black sabbath <laughs> you got it it's, you got it it's not it's not sweet leaf that's slower sludgier It's going to be another five minutes before you start yeah, singing. Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to give the name. <laughs> Children of the Grave. Ah, uh, I wouldn't know well, that, that name. That keeps me at zero. You didn't get it wrong. Oh, that's plus one, minus yeah. one. Oh, that's true. No, I only got. I'm yeah, one. He didn't oh, try okay. for the song. He didn't try. Okay. Gotcha. So I didn't one know point that was for Jason. Yeah. I, f- I found a loophole already. Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> See, if Jordan had gotten the song name after I'd unlocked it, then he could have got a point too. But okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Song number four. Jason. Uh, Led Zeppelin, Bronier Stomp. Two points. Dude, Zeppelin, every Zeppelin song, he's going to know it like that. <laughs> well, that's the only one, so. Yeah. I'm glad I got that one. Nice. Three for C That was nice. I was enjoying good. that guitar. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. who is this? Some singer songwriter. It's impressive just off the, the first measure. I was like, Cat Stevens? I don't know. Just like, we, should we play a little more of that nice one for, guitar. Our, for our listeners? Good. Jimmy Page doing his thing. And then you got to get the stomp going. Uh-huh. It's Bronyard named after the town they I recorded assume. this in. Somewhere in Wales. Great tune. Very nice. Okay, song number five. You both uh, unlocked now? Nope. Not yet. There we go. Okay. Here we go. Song number five. Stevie Wonder, Living in a Ghetto Paradise. Close. What's it called? Pastime Paradise. Too bad. You oh. got zero points. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you. That was pretty I'm close. I'm going to give it to you. Trebek would never give that to somebody no. on Jeopardy. Living Heck in a Pastime no. Paradise? <laughs> I missed it by one word. Yeah. If that was a Jeopardy answer, Trebek would not give it to you. I'm not it's, Trebek. Yeah. Brandon's got more heart <laughs> than you got. Well, you got that right. <laughs> How about I give you one point and I don't mark you wrong for... Oh, title. you get one point. I'll take it. Fine. Yeah, whatever. Pastime paradise. So it's three, three. 
Yeah. Which mo- most people recognize with the uh, the sampled version of this. Yeah. The Coolio version. Yeah. Or the Weird Al version. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Get our buzzers ready. All right. You recognize that, right? You just wanted to. You didn't give know me who it chance. was. No, you were just quicker to the buzzer. Okay. Okay, your buzzer's reset. Pastime paradise. Okay, number six. No, I Fred got Wesley. that. Are you freaking kidding me? I, I buzzed it. Yeah. You. I got it before you. So this is oh, uh, Landslide by uh-huh. Fleetwood Mac. Ooh, two points. That's bull crap. <laughs> You gotta be a little faster, Jason. I it was in the pounding it. Uh, From my, my perspective, I everything's in slow motion. <laughs> I put it as I go, and I just screen. see Jason's thumb slowly <laughs> going down as mine just sneaks in right before. See, I ain't glad we're going to fifteen. No, Jordan's at five. Jason's at three. We'd be, be done. Glad. I'd be glad then, if my buzzer if Jordan was got <laughs> one more right. Then game's over. Okay, here we go. Song number yet. seven. I'm just, I don't know the name. It's Neil Young. It is Neil Young. Um, See if Jordan can. I'm not going to say the the name. name. I'm not going to guess the name. I don't know the name. Should I let it keep going? Sure. See if you can. Either either you're open to guess the name. It's on the, is it, it's on the Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere album, isn't it? It is. Pretty soon the real guitar is going to come in. Yeah, old black, old black's coming in. Is it down by the river? No. Again, it's going to take him two minutes to start singing, and then the first line is the title. Oh. Um, it's cowgirl in the sand. There you go. Oh, there, there you, go. you go. Okay. All right. So you lost a point, but then you got, got it back. It back. So it's, a, <laughs> so it's two net. points. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, tied up at five points each. Okay. Song number eight. We're, locked. we're locked up. Oh. Huh? It's the age of Aquarius, age of Aquarius but uh-huh. I don't know the I don't know the artist. I'm not going to guess the you artist. Guess that, so you get one point. Do you know the artist? Um, this is the fifth dimension. That's uh, it. That's, that's it. Did I get it. Wait, yeah. did that count yeah. as a guess? Yeah, if you would have missed the point if you got it wrong. Yeah, one okay. of those. One of those where I even surprised Shoot. myself. Well done. Okay. Now you're running seven away with it. I'm at seven to five. I'm embarrassed that I knew that. <laughs> well, as soon as I, I I got the title, but but yeah the. Okay, track number nine. I'm still alive. Shoot. Ah. Uh. 
Jordan. Shoot. Um. <laughs> okay, who is it? <laughs> the Eagles. Shoot. Boo. Oh man. Not the Eagles. I can't live without you. Nope. <laughs> Just, I'm going down. Back down to three. <laughs> yeah. Keep it going. So I knew it was this. I just don't know who sings it and what or what it's called. <laughs> it's Jackson Brown, isn't it? No. Kansas? No. These aren't guesses. These aren't point guesses. I'm just. I'm already. I'm done for this turn. Yeah. You can only lose two. <laughs> you can still get those points back if you can name it. Meet me in the middle. Meet no. no. Keep on thinking about you. It's Sister Golden Hair. There it is. Oh, what is it, America? Yep. Uh, is it? Yep. <laughs> that's a song I totally know, but yeah. As soon as I like, I'm like, oh, I know the song. I think I know who it is. And I see, buzz. that's a song that was completely inconsequential to the decade. Remove it from history. That's the bad and we, thing. And we lose nothing. That's the bad thing about uh, you guys having... just don't know your hippie music. <laughs> I like the tune. It's the kind of song you hear in a movie, and you're like, okay. "So I lost yeah, a point." This is a 70s song. I lost a point, I but I got this a movie. Point. Must be set in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we could have picked a better song, but we probably couldn't afford so it, so we now, settled for this garbage. It's now three to seven. Do I get any points for that? I did end up. No. Yeah, because yeah, you, you lost some, and then you got. Some. I got one. I think I got. How'd you one. get it? I don't know. Because you, but you just heard the lyric. That can't count. Of course you it said counts. It. You, you listened long enough. <laughs> I think if we get into it that long, we're 30 seconds in, and we're then we should just cut it. Well, all right. Seems like I'm you not think that master. after getting it wrong, shouldn't shouldn't. Buzz I'm trying it to get any know it, any advantage I can. I think as, as okay, track number the 10. more we hear these, Jason's gonna know more than no. I know. I want to tell you a story. About a little man, hmm. if I can, a gnome named Grimble Crumble. <laughs> Grimble Crumble. <laughs> this is some no, British I, invasion. I got nothing. It, like no, I don't, this one, I, I don't want points for it, even if I get it right. The only thing I could guess is like Herman's Hermits. <laughs> the, I'm guess. I'm not guessing for the record, okay. but I'm gonna guess the turtles. No. No. The zombies. This is Pink Floyd. Uh, From their debut album, Piper at the Gates Piper of Dawn. Piper at the Gates of Dawn. Yeah. Interesting. The song is called The Gnome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. No. Uh, no deep cut Pink Floyd fans in here. So what's the it. score of this freaked game? Uh, still seven to three. And you want to go to fifteen? Yeah, seven to three for Jason. <laughs> I think here we go. Forfeit. I'm this locked. is track number eleven. You ready? Yeah. Okay. The Carpenters. And the song is titled, um, the first line is, Why do birds suddenly appear every time you're near, close to you? Yep. Got it. Two points. Shoot. I I, I was stressing for a minute. I'm like, Jordan knows his soft hits. I do. That's that's what it's all about. Okay. It's all about the soft hits. Okay. Seven to five for Jason. Here we go. Track number 12. 
the Bee Gees. Uh huh. Um, He's got to sing the song to himself now. <laughs> I'm not going to guess it. You can guess the, I need the name. Tonight. Yeah. What? I, is it, I need you tonight or something? I need you. No. Some bull crap like that. Oh, that's <laughs> no. minus one for you. <laughs> yeah, what is and it? And plus one for me. That means we're both in I six. want you tonight. <laughs> no. The, how deep is your love? How deep is oh, your love? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the yeah. one that Destiny's Child covered. Oh, no. They did emotion, Caught Up in Emotions. I do know that the Bee Gees stands this for the Brothers a, Gib. This is a good song. It stands for that. Yeah. Did you know that? No. <laughs> this is the, a good song. The Bee Gees stands for the Brothers Gib. Oh, because it's BG. Yeah. All right. It's a good song. Okay, we're, okay, we're tied, tied at six. Up. Yeah, tied we're up at six. Back. Fun, fun side note. Dan, my, my dad wouldn't allow the Bee Gees to be played in the house growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the bands that was off limits. Off limits. Yeah. No Diet Coke and no Bee Gees. Yeah, didn't, yeah. didn't want you guys to turn, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, that, sounds, number, that sounds right for someone who's 13. into Outlaw Country, though. That sounds right, which I kind of applaud him for that, right? You're going to kill a deer, and you're going to be fine. <laughs> Now turn those damn BGs off. <laughs> Put on some Willie Nelson. Track number 13. Here we go. You guys don't know this. I have a guess I want to make, ma'am, but I don't. I'm not confident in it. Mine locked. I'll guess. I'll take a guess. Okay. Earth, wind, and fire. Yes. And I'm not going to guess the name. Okay. I'm playing to win. No. <laughs> I'm All playing right. to win. I'm not risking it. One anyone. point for Jordan. The song is called Fantasy. Okay. Earth, Wind, and Fire. I had it was when I, I heard, was, when I I heard his voice. Earth, Wind, and Fire. When you hear his voice, that's when I, I didn't get Earth, Wind, and Fire before I heard but, uh, his voice. But I didn't. I couldn't remember the name. Did I you could, know it was then before this? You heard his voice. Uh, that was my hunch, but I needed to hear the voice. Okay. Yeah. All right. Buzzers reset. Mm-hmm. Track fourteen. He tracked down like an AM gold hits, <laughs> greatest hits. That's got it. Come on, Teddy Pendergrass, close the door. <laughs> he really did visit last night. Yeah, <laughs> two nights ago. <laughs> the spirit of Teddy. <laughs> Alive and well. Two points for George. He's, he's nine to six. Yeah, you're. But that it. took a while though to get yeah. that one. That's kind of cheap. Uh I guess Jason hasn't actually been listening to Teddy since then. No. Oh, yeah. I'm just. I'm just waiting for the yeah. right moment. He's hustling right now. He's he's doing. He's playing. He's hustling. He's like letting me get okay. a little lead, and then he's uh, track number fifteen. Oh, Jordan's got this. 
Jordan. Wow. Chicago, 25 or 6 to 4. There it is. I hit the buzzer and it doesn't work. Jordan's the one that says his is delayed. I felt like Bad I connection. I felt like I was fast on the draw on that one. <laughs> that one's a that one's a real noticeable right up front. Yeah. Okay. So Jordan's at eleven points, Jason with six. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Track sixteen. I dreamed you paid your dues in Canada. Van Morrison. Uh huh. I don't know the name of the song, but just so you know, I'm throwing my headset if I lose. <laughs> That's my headset. I know. I'm throwing, I'm just he's throwing you. your headset. I'm if you right now. <laughs> so if it makes you feel any better, I buzzed at that one, and I thought I was going to get it, and you were, you got it. <laughs> you I same as now? you. As soon as I heard his voice, I said, "This is Van Morrison." I don't know the but song. You're too late but, on the draw. Yeah. Uh, to come through. These dreams of you. Uh, He's got such a great voice, man. So good. I listened to Into the Mystic, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. when was it? The day after we recorded. Uh-huh. And, oh, yeah, perfect song. There's a perfect song. Perfect song. Okay, Jason with seven, Jordan with 11. Whoa. Here's track number 17. Jason. It's yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. A band I knew nothing oh, about other than their name. I'm gonna tell if I should guess the song or not. Um, you got you know one what? point. I'm gonna go for it. Go for it. Is it roundabout? No. Oh, I, I, I knew I was gonna get it wrong. Did, did you see a to be continued thing come up during this song? No. <laughs> it's not roundabout. Same album though. <laughs> Same crappy album. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's actually I was like I have no idea but as soon as you said yes I'm like if someone asked me what do you think yes sounds like I probably would have conjured that in my head because I I know I've heard them what is the name of the song long distance runaround yeah I, it's kind of like who knows, like that? Round who knows that should have quit when you were ahead Josh should've. McCafferty knows that story of my life pal <laughs> <laughs> okay track 18 This is Jordan. Joni Mitchell. Yeah. Case of You. No. Shiest. It is not Sorry. Case of You. <laughs> I have to go German. <laughs> German swear. <laughs> such a foul mouth. Sitting in a parking ah. I should have gone. Sure Anyone know the song title? There was just <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna get it wrong, so I'm not gonna say it. Still on a line, still you don't know it, Jordan? But I wouldn't want to stay here. I think it's um cold and sad. Yeah, guess it, Jordan. I already did. I already lost my point. I'm not going to guess it. I paused it right before she said it. I think it's about my man and me or something. California. California. Okay, never mind. Got yeah. to yes. All right. But you got Joni Mitchell. Oh, but I, but but I missed. Said Case yeah. of You. Yeah. Case yes. of You is so close to being the song I put on there. Yeah. Uh, it's, it had a similar beginning. Yeah. It has a, you know, okay. Okay. Still 7 to 11 in Jordan's favor. Here's track 19. Mm-hmm. 
Do it. Do it. Come on, Jason. You know you want to push that buzzer. <laughs> I've got a guess based on the guitar. I've got a guess, too. Ooh, who's going to get it? It's a very distinct guitar. How was the third? Curtis Mayfield. It is not Curtis Mayfield. Damn it. That's who I thought it was. Is that I'm gonna, okay, I'm going to go is Isaac Curtis, Hayes. It is, is not that Isaac Curtis Hayes. Mayfield in the Impressions guitar oh, sound? You're both going down one. Oh, man. That's, this is why I was saying Who is it? Uh, this is Bobby Womack. Oh, okay. I actually, I was thinking of George Benson, too, but I was thinking Curtis Mayfield and then Isaac. It's 10-6 now. Yeah. Okay. Song is called Across 110th Street. His is still red. All right. Bobby Womack. It's a nice sounding song. Yeah. Yeah, good guitar. Let's, uh, let's keep going a little bit. To do to I'm not saying what I did was all right. Okay. You're going to want to look into that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Track number 20. It's the boss. Is Bruce Springsteen? It is. I don't know the name of the song. No. Nope. We'll give you a point. The song is Thunder Road. Hmm. Where did you get this list of songs from? He compiled it. This is I'm like, guessing. Pretty impressive, huh? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know like how much I want to listen to again, but <laughs> I mean, it's certainly testing us. Well, yeah. most of them. If, you know what this it, is doing? Most of them, if not the songs themselves, the band was on my the, Let me tell list you what this is doing. This is proving that we don't deserve a podcast about music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you don't is... know every deep track of every 70s artist. Or, how how or compelling is this going to be to listen Sister to Golden for Hair. an hour? <laughs> oh, this is what the people have been clamoring for. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, okay, so we're 7 to 10. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I know this. Jason. Billy. Joel. Mm-hmm. You Piano got, Man. You got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I had to think about it like three times. Like, oh, crap. Don't say the name. Don't, don't, say, say, the name. don't say the name. What's it, Billy? Okay. It's nine to ten. Jordan's still Billy, in the lead, but I, only by one. That one That one could have been mine. And Jason. It's Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the name of the song. I don't know it. We're tied up. Okay, one for Jason. I'm I'm slow on the draw now. I'm hesitating. Blue eyes crying in the rain. I'm hearing the. I see blue Have you seen him live? Mm-mm. He came to the whatever. What's it called? Usana Amphitheater. Well, a couple of years ago, I saw him there. It was pretty good. 
Good track enjoyed number it. 23. Jordan. The song is Mr. Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. The band is uh, Electric Light Orchestra. Electric Light Boogaloo. <laughs> if I can, can I get a bonus point for telling you the, a, a recent movie that it was on? It's that great Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Yeah. And guess what else yeah. is on before that? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yeah. Mind. Oh. And oh, I think, good. and I think probably another indie movie in between. <laughs> Or, or or several. Yeah. All right. Jordan takes the lead again. Twelve to ten. Wow. We're on the home stretch. Here we go. Track twenty-four. Oh wait, my phone's not on. Now it's on. the dead kennedys no no that's just okay. sex, I got, pistols. I got oh. sex pistols Wait, that's what I, you can't okay I thought it was fine, holiday in cambodia but it's not that it was, was my a, guess was i was like this we'll give it to we'll give it to george can't give him a guess for something he didn't say <laughs> i didn't say it but I, was, <laughs> I was waiting for you to guess and as soon as you were wrong i thought you were going to say sex pistols well what's the song jordan? Did, i have no idea the song but no you, you got it wrong and then you got it right you got so it wrong right so just a watch okay Holidays but in the Sun. I had that. Sex Pistols. Okay. But I... But I had a holiday, and my mind immediately went to to uh, Holiday in Cambodia. Yeah. My strategy and has I knew changed it now that I know that most of these are coming from songs that Brandon had on his maybe list. So it's like, it's a punk song. I don't know this song, but it's probably the Sex Pistols. It sounds there like... There we go. Track 25. <laughs> Yeah. Can you guess the title? Come and get your love. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> is that is it Redbone? It's Redbone, yeah. Boom! Nice. <laughs> Another Guardians of the Galaxy track. Yeah. Well done, well done. <laughs> uh, Na- Native American group. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy did, did a they lot did a, for dad they rock. They did a great job. Did, uh, 70s for, dad so rock. So what's the yeah. score now? 12 to 12. Jason's, oh, I thought you were... That's a good song. We that we missed the good <clears throat> part. We missed the Let's end this the in a truce, and we're just going to... I didn't realize it started off this, like... This low-key, and you... Yeah. A band that no one brought up, I realized, and I don't know much about them, in their 70s episode... Craftwork. Oh yeah. Why does this make you think of Craftwork? I was just thinking of seventies. <laughs> I was thinking of the Chamber Brothers, and then I thought of Craftwork. That's such a delight. Yeah, it's a good sauce. Okay, tied up at twelve. Here we oh, go. Man. We need to re-, re. Need a reset. reset okay. Us. We good? Yeah. Can we? Can we? Are we still going to fifteen? <laughs> 
yeah, all right never, yeah, we're close we're close i'm like i'm tired i gotta go to sleep Jordan. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Coat of Many Colors. Got it. It's a good one. Okay. All right. Game point. I will just need it. one more point. For, I, for the sake of all of this. <laughs> put us out of our misery. <laughs> and I might just miss both of them and go back down to 12. All right. Here so we go. i got to play real conservative here. Uh, oops. Oops. I hit the back button. Jordan. I'm I'm going too far on the limb. I think it's Sly and the Family Stone. Boo. Shoot. No. It's a James Brown scream, but it doesn't sound like James Brown's voice. This isn't James Brown, is it? Is someone uh, taking a guess here? Oh, it is. James Brown. That is James Brown. Brown. Holy cow. That is weird. I've yeah. listened to so much James Brown, and I've never, I've never heard, heard that his, song. No, not I once. Either. I've never heard his voice like that. His it sounds voice like a totally, young... totally sounded different. Yeah. At, the, at that first whole part. Yeah. yeah nice. All right. Real nice so pick. Jason's fake, fake James 13, Brown. Awesome. Thirteen, thirteen. Jason's up, yeah. Im- imposter James Brown. <laughs> so we're we're tied. <laughs> That's Settled. from the album Get Up Off of That Thing. Settled. The song score. is called Can't Take It With You. <sighs> Why didn't you choose one of the? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, here we go. Re- reset us. Oh. So so we're at thirteen thirteen? Because uh, I was at fourteen yeah, and I missed I said slide. Thirteen thirteen. I should have just waited. <laughs> Regrets. Okay, this could be the game point. The beat lets up. I think you gotta tell us this one. Don't know it, huh? Yeah. I mean, I could probably guess the title now, but yeah, d- let's. But I'm not going just to tell us yeah. what it is. We don't know. What you it can't is. guess the voice, though. I'm. I'm not. As we listened to it, I was like, "This could be David Bowie." Like, I don't know. Like, I've, I. Listen really to this voice. John Lennon, what you got? Oh. <laughs> John Lennon trying to do like funk, yeah. funk music. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Did you well, know that song existed? No. Still, uh, we're still, we're still, still tied locked. at 13, right, 13. Right now, I'm not even certain I exist. <laughs> <laughs> this is surreal, right? All right. What a song to end on. If this ends it, wow. <laughs> I knew Jordan would get it. Soft hits. Barbara yeah. Streisand, Memories. 
<laughs> it's not memories. Not, not memories. Wait. Whoa. 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 It's I got not it. memories. I got it. I got it. So Barbara Streisand. All this is doing is making it. Jason can still get a point if he names it first. <laughs> he could still get a point if he knew one song by Barbara Streisand. <laughs> the way we were. There you go. So that puts you to 14. Yep. You want to prolong this, don't you? Yep. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Once you're in like in the torture, misery you might loves as well, company. You might as well. <laughs> okay. Ugh. This one might end it then. My mom will be so displeased that I missed that song title. <laughs> Memories, I think, is the first word. Yeah, but it it's is. Not the title. It is the first word from that song. All right, 13 to 14 for Jason or for Jordan. But if Jason gets the name and the song, he could win this it's all. It's going to be a Led Zeppelin song. I almost hit my buzzer. I'm glad I didn't. I think I know. Is this what I'm thinking it is? <laughs> yeah. Isaac Hayes Shaft. Shaft. 15 points. Jason's it. the winner. <laughs> oh, my head's You headset. got it. Come it's back. Coming in and staying intact. Good. I, that I whole might time, still, I might still throw the headset were just, you, <laughs> just out of celebration. Were you that whole time thinking, "Is this Shaft? Is this Shaft?" Is well, I was thinking. I kept thinking Curtis Mayfield Superfly, and I I'm kept like, thinking, no, I know this it's is not probably Superfly. Shaft, but I already missed a point for guessing Shaft, for guessing Isaac Hayes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just gonna sit here. Uh, Isaac wow. Hayes, prolific songwriter. He wrote a bunch of stuff. All right. Well, thanks for that rousing it. <laughs> <laughs> rousing episode of one and only episode of I'm glad you get to edit this <laughs> no, no. you know what? I'm not editing anything next time we should go to a hundred points oh let's do that I, the only thing I would change about this is that we only went to 15 <laughs> let's go to 150 <laughs> but we should mention to our listeners that we have a website called let the music be your master dot com mm, yeah. dot biz no don't confuse them dot com <laughs> I thought it was dot net no <laughs> Why are you trying to confuse them? Now they're going to go to all these things. You got to make them listeners. Search. It's .com. <laughs> Let the music be your master. .com. And we've got polls up for you can choose your picks so far from the 50s and 60s. I'll put the 70s one up there too. So from all our nominees, you choose which would be. But you got to wait till. Oh 10. yeah, for the 70s. No, well no, because the 70s we've only posted oh, okay. half of yeah. it. So. We don't. We won't. Don't want to disclose right. our, uh, right, our right. full list yet. But you can vote on the fifties and sixties, and you can check out our Spotify lists, and maybe someday we'll have some merch up there. Oh, I can't wait! Yeah. Mugs um, that say Jason beat Jordan fifteen to fourteen. And if you if you've got questions or comments, feel free to write us at contact at letthemusicbeyourmaster.com. It'll go. Uh, I'm gonna route it to Jason. He'll he'll respond to that. 